Hey, it's Chris. Welcome back. This is the 13th episode of the Conscious Capitalist Journey podcast. So I got to be honest with you guys. I have broke my streak of posting every day. And this was due to me recording yesterday something really awesome. But there was technical difficulties. Um, So today I'm going to do two episodes in a row and see how that works. I'm going to post it, edit it, and basically just kill it and make up for lost opportunity. Other than that, I want to be honest in another sense. I am going through a rough patch right now. So this is very common in my life where... I feel a little too overwhelmed with the things that are happening. Um, To be transparent with you, I work six days out of the week and I have one day to rest the half day. And sometimes I, I work the whole day on Saturday. So Monday through Friday is just normal work days. Sometimes I get up at 6 to 6.30 and I prepare myself. I have breakfast and go on to my day. Um, Sometimes ending at 6, eating dinner, and then continuing from 7 to 8 or 9. Like it, that's like my, my time where it's, it's a little variable, but within my day, from, for example, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., that's usually a fixed schedule. Um, usually after 8 or 9, I watch some Netflix or some TV or I don't watch TV, actually. I watch some dramas or a movie with my wife. And this is, this is my time to enjoy and kind of unwind. And uh, me... Being an adult now, I used to not like watching TV or just sitting down and watching something. Um, But I now understand that in modern day, it's just watching Netflix or YouTube. That's the same thing. And it's it kind of helps because you can wind down and just get into a new world or new way of thinking when you watch something that's not your own life, right? So anyways, back to what I was saying, I'm burnt out, to be honest. Uh, this kind of this kind of schedule is is very exhausting, but also rewarding at the same time. Um, this is just basically how I feel. I feel like I don't have enough time for myself. Uh, I'm the type of person who really needs to kind of retreat and just spend alone time. I I love that I could do this a lot in Japan where, um, you know, people don't talk to you if you walk around and if you, tr- for example, travel by yourself people don't usually seek out to talk to strangers in Japan. And I kind of like this because when I was in my most stressed state, I would just travel to a place. Um, for example, 
uh, Kyoto. Sometimes I'd go all the way to Kyushu. Um, like it would be on assignment for a travel um, blog. I used to do travel writing and I was hired by this uh, this company called Voyapon. V-O-Y-A-P-O-N. I don't know what that means, but uh, anyways, I love the fact that I could spend silence, like like times of long periods of silence and just within my own world being introspective and kind of understanding myself, asking myself questions or just even looking at like a, a flow of streaming or sh- like a stream of water or flowing water, listening to it tapping on the rocks or flow through like the stream like that really like was awesome. Um, I know I can do it here, but I have a different life here. I have uh, my wife and basically my three businesses in that time so this is the this is i'm gonna be straight up this is the times where i feel like hmm maybe like a normal job and steady income is not so bad after all like i can just do my nine to five or nine to six and just like just chill and like do nothing in those days I would have my weekends with my family and so forth. So in times of stress and burnout, you will revert back to your old ways of thinking or something that's less more pain that let that's less painful. Um, right now, of course, as you know, I'm managing my media company the uh, wholesaling company as well as the um, AI Capital Partners, which is the multifamily investing. And it's especially draining um, because I'm doing all of this at once, as well as managing a business that's already thriving. So I still have to go out in the field and do some shoots because I feel that it's important for me to do shoots or take pictures of uh, places or do the actual work when it's a first time client, like is someone who seeks out me because of a referral. Um, if I send another partner, it kind of takes away from the connection, especially if you're meeting them at the site and meeting them at the shoot itself. However, if it's like a lockbox or keyless entry where I don't have to meet the person, yeah, of course, I would definitely ask my partners to do so. But I think it's it's super important that I'm there. I might be, uh, be putting too much on myself, but uh, this is how I feel right now. Maybe I'll start stepping back and allowing other guys to make money too but other than that um yeah i had a busy week with shoots i had uh, for example um, on wednesday i had three shoots in one day and it was like back to back and then the next day i had to do some drone work and 
go all the way to the west side. It's a place called Waianae. And from my place to Waianae, or a place called Kaena Point, it's like this, uh, like the western, northwesternmost tip of Oahu Island. It's like, man, it's, it's like an hour and 30 minutes away. So driving drains me. Although I get like a, re- a kick out of like flying my drone and taking all these beautiful scenic pictures of the the untouched beaches of the west side, uh, taking a view of the mountains, the the highest point of Oahu, like that's that that drives me. But like just spending that driving. Doing that, I'm excited. And then driving again, that's draining for me. But uh, you might say, hey, that's pretty cool. You fly a drone and you're able to make money by doing what you like. And then I step back and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. I'd rather be doing this than like slaving away at my HR job in Japan and um, so forth. So the bottom line is that it's important to take a step back sometimes. And for those entrepreneurs who are coming into the field or kind of thinking about building a business, you will have these times where you're just straight up exhausted. However, you still have that fire. You have that fire in you. You have that passion. You want to make a difference in the world. but you have physical and mental limitations. So that's when I would tell you that it's so important to take time for yourself, um, take time to rest. Um, something that really helped me along my journey was meditation. This is super important for me because like meditations, like it just clears your mind. And like, I heard that there are studies that, say that meditation can replace two hours of sleep. So after I usually meditate, like I feel refreshed. I feel like I took a nap. And especially with this thing called fire breathing, like it's when you like really breathe really fast in through your nose. And like, it sounds like, I don't know if you can hear that, but it's like, sounds like a dog, like, sniffing your ear like really fast but anyways like that has been an amazing tool for me to take a step back and relax especially when i'm overwhelmed um especially in midday when i'm like in a slump like okay i'm tired now i meditate or i'm tired now i'm working out so working out is the second one that has really helped me, um, especially when I feel like in a slump or starting my day. It's either or. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not consistent with the time that I work out. I wish I were, but I used to do it in the morning. Now I do it when I feel like I'm tired. And oppositely, people would think, hey, you should like rest when you're tired. What helped me actually was working out 
because I was tired, it pumped blood and I feel like it created energy or it creates energy for me after I do like 50 burpees or something like that. Like I'm able to pump blood in my brain with the blood comes oxygen with oxygen in your brain and blood circulating. You're able to think more clearly, you eliminate that brain fog and Plus, you feel freaking badass that you, you, like just did it and overcame your tiredness. Then this energy would last about two to three hours, and I could work like really well during that time. It's like focused because my brain is like at its optimum potential. Plus, I'm taking care of my body, so this feels really good. I would highly suggest meditation or working out, whatever works for you, right? So I used to wake up like at 5 a.m. and do some exercise, but like that just like destroyed me for the whole day. I would have like a really good run of productive time, but maybe, maybe I didn't do it enough. Like I, I read this book called The Miracle Morning. And basically, it talks about how, like, it breaks down the idea that you really don't need a lot of sleep uh, in order to create energy. And you can improve your life and your focus by, uh, it's, I think it's called, um, man, I forgot what it's called. Anyways, it was, it, it combines, Oh, it's called Savers. And this is, sorry, brain fart. It's called Savers. And what Savers is, is silence. The next one is affirmation. The next one is visualize. The next one is exercise. And the next one is reading. And the last thing is scribing. So doing these things in the morning, they recommend three or Hal Elrod, the author, recommends three. And basically he says, like, if you do this every morning, you're going to be a millionaire because this is how millionaires operate every morning. And um, I've done it for about 30 days in a row and I dropped off. I do it 30 days, drop off. It's because uh, we're not... Like we, we, although habit is in our nature, like meditating or exercise, I don't know how natural that is for the human, but like, although it's extremely good for our mental health and like physical health, I don't know why it's so hard to like keep to that. Like, even if it is amazing for us as individuals, and we know that working out in the morning is amazing for us and it'll make us live longer or just be healthier, think clearly, uh, it's it's hard. It, it just shows that the brain doesn't like change. And this is the dilemma with uh, like people, everyone right it's people 
have their goals at the beginning of the year, their New Year's resolutions. They start signing up and going to the gym. And the next month, they stop. This is natural for humans. Unfortunately, the people who really stick to their schedule and start going forward and sticking to this habit, this ritualistic habit that propels them forward, they are the ones that are usually getting far ahead in life because they don't operate on just emotions and excitement alone. They operate on discipline and just purely taking action every day. Um, I've tried it, uh, the miracle morning. I want to try it again. And you're talking to a person who's failed at the miracle morning many times. But, um, yeah, once I get into it, it feels really good. And then once I do it for like about, there's this, there's a certain time where it's like, oh, this is draining and exhausting. It's between the 15th and 30th day. I'm trying to find a way, like, how do I go past this where it's extremely internalized to my life? So there's this, uh, there's this concept called recidivism if I said that correctly, like recede and ism, recidivism. Hey, let me check that. Recede re. <laughs> Anyways, it's the idea that humans naturally go back to how they originally were due to not wanting to change or it's like kind of a, an equilibrium kind of thing. And basically, uh, so like, for example, someone who loses a hundred pounds, they have a really good streak for maybe a few months and then they get back to binge drinking because they're bouncing back to their old habits and it just, consumes them because of like a re a really big rebound that happens like this is recidivism recee man i wish i could spell this recidivism let me see if this is yes recidivism this is spelled as r e c i D-I-V-I-S-M. I'll just read it for you, okay? Recidivism refers to the tendency of a person who has been released from prison or jail to reoffend and return to prison or jail. So <laughs> that's so funny. Um, this is not the idea that I want to point out. But it is the idea that people usually go back to their original bad habits. And in this example, it is using that uh, the example of someone who is in prison 
and they get out and they go back in because they do something bad again. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Um, yeah, so this is the tendency for people to revert back to their original habits. And this can be, whether it be diet or exercise or meditation, right? It's so hard. I have to be honest with you. It's a challenge to kind of keep this, this strong routine of meditation and exercise. Although I know it's going to be amazing for my life in the long run. But um, something that has been really good for my life is just setting a schedule and having a routine where I sleep and when I wake up. Unfortunately, this podcast has made me sleep later into the night, but I am committed to even like going beyond because I know that this is going to be good for my my personal life, my business, and it will allow me to just release all the tension and just authentically communicate what I'm thinking about on a high level so that I may be able to impact someone in the future. Plus, it makes me feel really good to talk about my own emotions because sometimes I don't feel like I can do this with uh, with my friends and family, mostly due to time constraints. And lastly, sometimes I feel misunderstood even if I talk about it. Um, this is just how I naturally feel. I can't really um, justify it or say why it's the reason the why it's it, it is but it's it's just how i feel um especially when talking to um friends don't who don't really understand how i it's it's also my ability to communicate these these uh emotions to a friend because i just don't want to burden them so it's like it's like a bunch of reasons why but uh yeah i'm just letting you guys know I'm in a slump right now, but I'm still working through it. I'm still showing up and even more than I would like, I'm not going to give up. This is like, like I'm just showing up, right? Like even if I didn't go to the gym one day, I am still here and I will work out twice as hard to, to uh, kind of move forward from here on out. And I'll let you guys know about uh, my routines and how I stick to a schedule. Um, I want to start with uh, waking up early, as early as uh, I can't do 5 a.m.s, but I'm going to try. I'm going to try to do 5 a.m.s every day and work on my podcast in the morning rather in later at night i want to start sleeping at by 10 but yeah it's it's just been crazy man like especially when you're starting a business right so for aia capital partners i am now building the websites and the systems so that uh people 
I can improve the communication between client to our company and deliver the service at an efficient way. So we're planning webinars for uh, financial education within the multifamily space. We are trying to plan. Um, so we have an amazing lineup. We have uh, we partnered with a local investor here on Hawaii named Daniel Kong. He uh, we got closer with him over the uh, multifamily mindset mentorship, as well as the uh, Peak Partnership. Um, he is a seven-figure earner in the real estate space. He has a $10 million real estate portfolio all over the U.S., plus locally here. He does fix and flips. He does rentals. And he's going to talk about his experience from the single family to the multifamily space. And this is what we're planning now. It's super exciting, but it's just a lot of legwork. Um, I wish I can hire people to make these systems. But for now, we're relying on what we have right now, and we're just leveraging each other's skills. So uh, Hoakale and Kehau, my business partners, they're killing it with uh, marketing. Hoakale is the marketer and the investor's relationship. Uh, Kehau is killing it with uh, also doing investor relations. And she found an investor with some money to deploy into multifamily investments. Uh, definitely, I want to invite them on the upcoming episodes. I don't know when that will be, but uh, just look out for the title. I'll put their names out there and we'll explain to you our journey in the multifamily space and pretty much what we're going to be doing uh, moving forward uh, with the webinars, with the free education, like with that, like we are driven by mission. And this is what fills my cup. This is what helps me move forward every day with this company. It is the idea that we are making a difference by teaching people how to invest in multifamily real estate by teaching them what Thing, things that are not taught in everyday school, in the education system. So we want to educate, like especially families, to get accreditation or use the resources that they have to deploy into high-yield or high-profit investments like multifamily and then grow their wealth because they learn something new or because... They learn how to save well or manage their money well and not just let their money sit and be eaten by inflation. So this is what drives us. Our mission is to educate 1,000 families. I think we can do this in like one year if we continue to market ourselves. Uh, like I'm doing podcasts. Hwakale is starting to do podcasts. Um Kehau is starting to post more videos of uh, herself interviewing people from Peak Partnership. We're just like branding, branding, branding and getting out there. And this is what fills my cup. Like whenever I feel like super tired, 
I'm like, yeah, this is a worthy mission. I want to work hard for this. And it will also help my family achieve the wealth that we've never experienced before. And it will help others around me as well. So it's, it's a double whammy. Like we can uh, change our lives as well as the people around us. And this is why it's so exciting. So we all know that we're not going to get a payout from this until further down the line. I imagine two, three months, the fastest and at most uh, six to eight months. But we're going to aim for two months to close our first deal. We're raising the money. We're talking to investors who are interested. We're gaining traction, but we have to just do it every single day. I need to post more on Instagram. This is not my forte, but definitely my teammates, um, they're doing so well that I'm like, oh, I gotta, I gotta catch up. I gotta, I gotta do well because um, the reason why I'm feeling a little burnt out is because um, I'm doing all these things like um, visionary views, wholesaling and so forth. But they're like gung-ho, like focused, ultra-focused on AI Capital Partners. Um, I'm doing the back-end stuff like making the website and doing the systems. And they're getting the investors. So I feel like I'm not like pulling my weight. And it's it's just so good to see like uh, people like going all out. And it's like the gym, right? Like they're like blasting the the weights and like pumping hard and like you look at them and you're like oh shit i want to pump hard too and you're like ah let's do this and basically that's what i'm seeing right now and this is why it's so good to have partners i can't wait for you guys to hear about where they're from who they are what their stories are and what we're trying to do with uh, multifamily investing like this is only the beginning it's not even the start of it like this is this is the pre-game guys like this is not even the beginning like this is our journey we just started from december and we're already killing it but i'm so excited um let's uh let's just kick ass guys like even when we feel like tired and burnt out just take some time for yourself relax take some take a few hours to walk through nature go to the beach if you have a beach that you can go to if it's not too cold of course it's winter not winter it's it's still cold out there it's march march 11 but uh, yeah take that rest do some meditation exercise i'd say not even not even 30 minutes exercise 10 minutes do some jumping jacks it will help and if you do it daily i promise you you'll feel great and this is something that i didn't do in my most depressed days or my darkest days i didn't exercise and I think if I did exercise daily and do meditation, I'd be a different like 
in a different situation that although I would still hate my job, of course, I would just handle things a little more differently than I did back then. But other than that, I hope you're learning through my my life, my failures, my successes, and what worked for me. I hope you can apply this to your life. I know that it will change the way you approach your days with exercise and meditations and affirmations. Also, make sure to check out that book, The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. Other than that, I'm signing off. I'm going to record something after. But peace out. See you in the next episode. Peace.